Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, episode number nine, I believe. Nina. Nina. <laughs> um, day after <laughs> our 12-year anniversary this Madre at the North Door. Uh, we have a very special guest in the house uh, who joined us last night and is joining us now. Give it up for El Dusty. <sighs> he inserted like the crowd laughter. Do you do you like in these things you say your uh, real name? You just go by L Dusty. Just Dusty. Just yeah. Dusty. That's my name. Dusty Oliveira is my name. Well, that's not your first name. Is it? In your first name, uh, Horacio. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's like, <laughs> I mean, what's your, what's your Odion? But like, what's your middle name? Uh, I don't have a, a legal middle name. I have so a ch- I have a church Odeon? middle name. What is that? It's it's my dad's uh, first name, which is <laughs> I'm all oh, not gonna say. You. I don't know if that was one of my password questions. <laughs> oh, right. Well, um, yeah, that's like my my Horacio is my dad's name, or my oh, okay. and my grandpa. Yeah, and uh, and then like Horacio Ramon, my, Ramon is my other grandpa, mm-hmm. and then they just started calling me Dusty when I was a baby. Because uh, you were dusty, yeah, I guess so. Dusty, clean ass. that baby up. That, that <laughs> baby that dusty. Baby look dusty. <laughs> you look dusty. Uh, dust. I've known for quite a long time. I 12, mean, twelve years, twelve plus years, years for sure. Probably. I mean, it was before Peligrosa a little bit. Are you gonna keep touching that mic stand? Yeah, I just gotta <laughs> keep moving it around. I can't sit still, man. <laughs> we're gonna have some cool noises in the background. <laughs> We'll move it and then talk. I think this is it. Yeah, since before, I mean, you, you're on the f- number one flyer, uh, December 7th, 2007, at the Scoot Inn, was that first show. The anniversary? No, the first show we ever, Peligosa, it was you, me, and Hobo D. Oh, no shit? Yeah, bro. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Manny. I mean, uh, 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 Trey. Uh, Trey. Trey didn't play till the second one. Oh shit! And I didn't play the second one. And you didn't play right. the second one, or like after for a while. Yeah, which is funny. But we were all playing like before that, anyways. Yeah, you know that would the the whole Peligrosa thing was kind of like developed. Out so of that first right? time that I played at Creekside with you, it wasn't a Peligrosa, right? It might have been. I mean, it was just you. I don't know if Hobo was there. Hey, Remember you were like, you were late. Oh, I think he was there. No, he, he was I think he was there. there. Yeah, that, I was like, why is this guy so mean? <laughs> he's aggressive with this Latin <laughs> funk. This guy's so mean. Uh, he's a sweetheart. He still is. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm just a Southern Belle, dude. You know. Let's let's go back a little bit uh, before I knew you, um, because you kind of came from a hip hop production background. Yeah. How did how yeah. did you, that start like how did you get into the mpc and sampling and whatnot um man i don't know i i think like when i was younger i had um always wanted to be a musician somehow you know i never really like got any lessons or whatever my parents got me a guitar but i never learned and then um but i always wanted to be my dad had like 
stereo equipment in his in his garage and it was all set up and it, it was like i would pretend i was a dj and shit and it was actually eight tracks oh, they nice. didn't work at the time so i'm not that old but <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like there were actual eight tracks like cool you know and i was like acting i would talk on the mic and blah blah you know and so i kind of wanted to be like a radio dj i thought and then um i was like really into music um and I don't know, man. My my mom always had a lot of music around, like different kinds of like oldies and stuff. And my dad too. What were they? Yeah, what were they listening to? Like Vietnam era mm-hmm. stuff and uh, going to the chapel and okay, that kind yeah, of yeah, shit, so you know. And um, like American yes, rock. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. and and cumbia and, and Tejano and stuff. Okay. That too. But my parents are very into like soul and and chicano soul and and all kinds of stuff like that so we're there was a lot of that in our house and then i had an older brother that was that's a little older than us uh well us he's like he's like seven years older than me but um when you're only 14 years old and and i'm you know six (laughs) that's a big difference you know but he was into a lot of cool music you know he, he was like at his time like when i was getting into into uh music and things like that like he was like 13 so he knew all the cool music you know mm-hmm. what i mean like uh and and what he was listening to was different than what your parents were listening to. yes rock like like devil music you yeah. know what i'm saying and then like like heavy yeah heavy metal iron maiden mm-hmm. and and ozzy and you don't know then the what <laughs> you don't then yes and then like also like rap was being introduced too so mm-hmm. like he liked like nwa and mm-hmm. and I, I found out about cypress hill through him and um and i just started liking like that kind of rap more than any, like rap became my my shit you know what right. i mean like he was like rock and, and and rap but my music was rap always like that's what i liked that and, was kind of like this is because uh, we talked my we, personality we, yeah exactly yeah we talk about that um and i've talked about that with other people on here about how one uses like a collection of music to kind of create your own identity and your interests, yeah. you know. Kind if of you like, wear hey, black clothes, right? You're into gothic shit, mm-hmm. like yeah. Not back ne- then, not, it was it was very segregated too, dude. Oh, now it's not like that anymore, you know. But back in the day, it's like, dude, that, that people were like, "This dude's a jock, and he listens to right. ACDC." You know what I'm saying? And this dude's into hip hop, and he wears his backpack everywhere. Somebody <laughs> told me a, f- a funny joke. Uh, DJs are are the jocks of the musicians. Oh. <laughs> when it's, you think about it in that context, yeah. there's some truth to that. Yeah, I mean, man, it's a very it's a very tainted game now. You know what I'm saying? So, oh yeah, yeah, I don't I don't pay no mind to that. Yeah, we got to do what we got to do. I'm I'm still a DJ, man. I can't like, what am I gonna go do? Um, but yeah, I you know the the fact that the genres are kind of uh, not you know uh issue they're they're not as important i think in in where we're moving to as compared to the past where it was like very genre specific right. very right. uh segregated i right. guess you know genreified yeah didn't you say that shit the other day the name of my album genreified <laughs> genrefication John, genrefication is that you said genrefication right yeah <laughs> As an as an uh, ode to, I mean, because like everything is always like, yeah, like, they always like. Now it's like they try to make a subculture. Like everything has like. A, the, you talking about the pop rap? Just everything, Mumatone Tech, 
Absolutely. this that right. that that step blah blah. Like, bro, just call it house music or call it. I like Mumatone because right. it has. That's definitely a a, a a genre. But now they're like, it's like all these breaking. Downs I mean, of the, the interesting thing is, you actually don't ever have to call it anything until you're in a situation where you're distributing and publishing it. Because then you have to input. Totally. This, you have to input song into what these. What it is, yeah. Into these, uh, well, out. dude, when I first got, like, the Pepsi thing and all that shit was going on, I had, like, a meeting with, like, all the Pepsi people mm-hmm. and the Universal people, and it was like, so what are we going to call this? Absolutely. And I was, like, yeah. stunned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was yeah. like, well, we, uh, I'm mm-hmm. wearing a cumbia hat, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I thought we should call it cumbia, but, like, nah, like, they were trying to come up with all these things, new cumbia and all these kind of things. And, yeah. you know, like, we've we've tried different types. All, all of us have always Absolutely. tried different kinds yeah, yeah. of things, you know? And we call it many different things, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah, at a certain point, you have to... You know, to promote something, you yeah. kind of have to well, boil that's it I, down. I feel like that's why, like, Mumbatone became so successful too, because it was a good name. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it and it meant something. You know what I mean? It was that Mumba sort of rhythm at the tempo where it's supposed to be a 108. You know what I mean? And like, oh, all right, well, that's Mumbatone. That's right, what, right. that's what it is. You know. They're, so that they you were able to recognize it as soon as you heard it. Yeah, absolutely. With, with our shit, it's kind of over cumbia, like the electronic stuff. It's like, dude, what the fuck? You know what I mean? It's very, right. it's very hard to to call it something because there is like electro cumbia. There's like sonidera. There's all these different things. But once it crosses over into that like digital realm or or like DJ mm-hmm. culture b- beats or whatever, it's right. like it's like what is it now? You know what I mean? Right. I mean the access to different instruments is is more prevalent now so like and somebody can get gaita samples put totally. it put it on an 808 i mean even the bands are are you hear about all these cumbia bands and like a lot of them aren't like all that shit is just like programmed mm-hmm. you know and like maybe the horn players play over it or something but you know so yeah, that, the horns are on the keyboard that guy. too <laughs> <laughs> that too so when did you get your first mpc i got mine i was supposed to get it as a graduation gift and i ended up getting it uh my my senior year of high school so my mom had a like a she had inherited okay so back in back to where we were back talking about the hip-hop yeah. shit um my brother took us we, i remember one time my brother had a bass cannon in his truck right and he was he took us to the mall and he bought the cypress hill tape and he bought uh shit something else bone and thugs and harmony something it was yeah. Cyp- it was cypress hill's first album mm-hmm. And then it was a, uh, and at that time there was no like Hispanic rappers or anything that was like b- big, you know. Right. So Cypress Hill came out and that shit was crazy. And then as I was in the record store, I was looking for, looking at stuff and I found the Tribe Called Quest uh, Low End Theory album in there, and I just bought it. You know what I mean? Like I didn't even like, mm-hmm. I just got it. And then from there, I kind of started like. I was, I was like that. I was read what who were they were shouting out right. and the thing, Absolutely. and I started buying all that shit. Yeah. Far side. That's how I discovered all that stuff, and that became my stuff. The hip hop, like East Coast, I used to call it, like, yeah. but it was a lot of stuff. The Far Side, the hieroglyphics, all that was like this, like mm. underground sound. Yeah. But it's you know what I mean. Absolutely. Like that was that I was mean, my the, shit. The, for me, uh, you know, I definitely gravitated more towards that the kind of rap where the, it was kind of evoking some thought while telling an interesting story or maybe just like some intricate and then, and then word being in Texas, shit. dude, like the, we always hear the gangster shit, you know Absolutely. what I mean? So like, yeah. I was kind of like, 
I almost like anti, and I'm sure you probably were mm -hmm. too. Like Absolutely. you were like going against the grain type of dude. And, mm -hmm. and that's why I gravitated towards that more like conscious type of shit because it was like, no, well, nobody does that. So I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Little yeah. hipster ass kid. <laughs> uh, but like, uh, but that opened up my, my shit to like a lot of different kinds of music. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And my brother really like, showed me all different types of shit you know and then my mom had all this stuff at the house she inherited a, a record collection from a, a cousin of ours that was like a, a radio dj and it was a bunch of soul spanish soul mostly and rock and all these all these things that he had been collecting all, all his life and then um my mom had a bunch of records and then my mom had those cds those like time life Oh, old, yeah, yeah. oldies mm -hmm. CDs and bro like every song that was sampled in hip hop was on one of those <laughs> shits you know what I'm saying like that shit's like the holy grail bro it's crazy so I I, I started finding that out like in, in like middle school yeah. like that like matching these things up you know what mm -hmm. I mean and, and and I started doing like uh, where I would play the sound the, the original song and like record stuff over it with mm -hmm. like I was doing like these weird like like mm -hmm. uh pause tape kind of things you know what i'm saying yep. and then uh and then and then like uh uh i can't i've lost track of where i was going <laughs> uh you're about to tell me you started layering uh all these different kinds Larry, of records discovering where samples were coming from and like how how beats were kind of like made you you would hear like well this song the original doesn't have this like drum over it so they probably made that in the mpc you know what i mean and so i kind of like started piecing it together and in corpus like nobody was making music on the mpc or, or sampling or nothing like that everybody was trying to do like thug stuff you right. know what i mean everything was like uh, with the triton you right. know what i'm saying and so like that was like a cool was thing. Bad too, it was though. badass <laughs> don't get me wrong but that wasn't my style you know mm -hmm. my thing was like the mpc and then um so I started getting into that and I had the MPC for like a whole year and I didn't even touch it. I couldn't figure it out. Like I, I just didn't know what to do. I, I was able to, I had a, a PC and I would like loop, uh, I would record stuff with like this little window. It was just called like audio recorder and it would play back everything looped for, yeah. for some reason. I don't know why, but like, I don't know if it was a setting or I was hitting a button wrong or whatever, <laughs> but like it would play everything back loop. So I would record shit into there and like m make it into like a perfect loop. And then I would drop it into acid. So I, oh, I think I was it. using acid before I was using the MPC. No yeah. Yeah. And then I started making beats on the MPC and I couldn't figure out how to bounce them. So I would record them into that mm -hmm. audio thing and loop them on acid. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? But they were coming from the MPC. Mm -hmm. So I would match the tempos up and I don't know, that was like my per introduction. And I was getting all the samples from the records that my mom had and those CDs and shit like that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh shit. Uh, well, well now you're doing, you're still pretty heavily on the production side in the studio. Yes. On the computer. Um, are you, are you playing uh, instruments these days? Um, I mean, we, we play instruments over our, sh over the beats, but I mean, I, when I play a little here and there, make melodies and stuff like that, but I'm the, you, you want to talk about your, your workflow as a, uh, producer and engineer. Yes. Um, well, first of all, you got your setup in Corpus. Yes. We got the studio in Corpus mm -hmm. 
And it's always been a nice little setup. We have a building out there that where it produces, and mm-hmm. we have our shop there, and my studio, and like photo, we do photos. Hey, and and Chi Guys Rock is is there too. No, Chi Guys has their own building on nice. the on the other side, closer to the to in town where mm-hmm. like all the people live. We are, our 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 building is downtown, um, and then uh, and so, and can people go there and like. Knock on well, you have the shop, so people can yeah, go buy yeah. shit. Can they like come take a class with you or something? Nah, I mean I'm not really doing that. I we had, for originally when we first opened up Produce, it was like we were doing Turntable Academy, Chicas mm-hmm. Rock. We had the shop there. I had my studio there. We we're just mm-hmm. doing everything, and 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 now it just makes more sense for us to just concentrate on making music, selling merch. And, and doing shows, you know what I'm saying? And so that's pretty much like the, the goals out there right now are just doing that. Mm-hmm. So we set up the studio there to do those those sort of things. And uh, and now we're remodeling and we made the shop a little smaller. We, we figured out all the needs that we, we need now, you know. We need a big studio space because we always have a bunch of people in the room with us, you know. And so a room, you know, 10 by 10 doesn't make sense anymore when you have four dudes in there, you know with food and everything because we like to eat pizza and shit <laughs> ventilation yes we have <laughs> a vent. Yeah. but uh but now in the new studio it's, it's really big it's got high ceilings and everything i gutted like a bunch of the building um the sub there was like a sub floor and so we, we raised that and now we got we went from like like eight foot ceilings to or nine foot ceilings to like 15 feet so it's a awesome. big difference yeah did you put a, a floating floor in there yes we did a floating floor um, we made a big ass booth and like, I got like a balcony on top of the booth and I have a little office up there. It's pretty cool. And it's all, do you, so do you spend, uh, time in there composing mostly? Well, this, this, we're just about to finish building that one, but right now in the other, we still have our other studio, the original one, that studio, uh, we're, we're in there every day from at least two o'clock to 10 o'clock at night. But, um, that's Mariano works with me now who, uh, he's been working with me for years, but, uh, officially, uh, probably like what, like two years ago, some three years ago. Yeah. Shit. Um, but dude, we have like, we have it down, man. It's like a little machine out there. You know, how does uh, Mariano help you? Mariano is the, the engineer. He's an engineer who produces, he did, he does a lot of things, but we're, we're always coming up with ideas and he, and he can mix and master. I mean, he's got like a million Grammy nominations and he's been working for, uh, all kinds of bands and produ- producing different bands like his whole life. So he comes from a, from a deep, deep background in, in like the Tejano world. And which is cool because I get to get that in my shit now because, and that's like what I've been sampling my whole life and trying to get those grooves and, 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 and chords and stuff like that. And I just went straight to the source, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and so now we got Mariano there, he's engineering, he mix and masters, everything edits, everything. We re- he's the engineer. He's on, he's, he's on, got his hands on everything. Um, and we, and what, what, what I'll, a lot of times what we'll do is like either I'll start a beat or he'll start a beat and, and we'll just kind of like just start going in like layering stuff on top of each other and he plays everything he plays live bass guitar drums like whatever we need and and uh he'll just he'll put it on there man it's it's, i'm I'm curious about the um crazy workflow as far as arrangement goes like do you um kind of like create the the meat and then start taking out parts yeah or we do a lot of like a lot of layers Mm -hmm. and and uh, like mariano's like 
always like, all right, it's ready for you to start deleting shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and like, it's true. Like, I'll go yeah. in there and just, yeah, yeah, he'll polish up the delete button like, real nice. But uh, I mean, it's it's good. Like that's what we do is we layer and layer and layer, and then yeah. and then you start taking away and 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 extending it out and putting those little parts back in, so where they have their own little place, and and it and it and it makes this to me it makes those parts stick out even more, you know. Absolutely. So I'm just now coming to that realization, <laughs> like that. Put that, it that, on that, there. That's it. That's a good process to like, you know, you get everything. It, it I usually start with the 808 clothes hi hat. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. That's the one sample that I know I'll always use, even mm-hmm. to just start to get my shit going. Then I'll do drums, do like a kind of a mid melody, and then throw some like just keep layering melodies or or whatever different textures. Yeah. Um. And then by the end, I'll take the last thing I do is ends up being the, the most interesting thing for the intro. <laughs> That's what I, it is. I, I've just, like I, uh, one, j- guy, one guy, one guy, one guy showed me this thing where like um, you make your 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 chord progression right, like your your eight bars or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is Cruz from Cumbia Kings. He showed me this trick. It was like you put the eight bars and let's just say it's like four chords or whatever. I don't know any of that shit, but the last little note you extend it and that becomes your verse. You know what I'm yep. saying? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that shit like blew my mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, Oh damn. And then you can just turn it back around and go back into the, back into the hook again or whatever, or to a bridge or whatever. But like a lot of times like that stuff works. And, and, and I started doing that with samples. Like, mm-hmm. like I was always like chopping up loops. And so I would, I would use that last part of the loop as the verse and and then I would like kind of throw in like those little vocal chops like the Wu-Tang kind of thing, you know what I mean? Like Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. What did what did you start making beats? Uh I was making beats. I mean, I kind of started playing guitar. So and Were you then, a rocker fool or not? I was a rocker fool. Nice. Yeah. I, I was like into math rock kind of Math rock. I would say I would call it that if we were gonna genreification. All right, here we go. <laughs> Tight. And, and I like got grounded from the band, so I got a four track, which I still actually still have over there. <laughs> four track, and then uh, you know probably the computer. Um, what was it like a Windows ninety eight ninety six? <laughs> yeah, that shit hurt. And then I got an ASRX, which is a like the another version of the yeah music I had that production too. thing. <laughs> I love the ASR. I still have my um, Red Box. It's ASRX Pro. Nice. I can still make beats on that. Um, Those things sound crazy. The drums are like yeah, they're they sit on there too. I got the eight outs. It's like fully badass. loaded. Just I, I, like a year ago, I put the SCSI hard drive to USB thing. Uh. In there. <laughs> Unnecessary. So, what, what, like, how old were you when that happened? Uh, that was probably like, shit, I don't know. Maybe like 16, 15, 16. Nice. My rebellious stage, because it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I was basically doing the same thing everybody does. My parents were real classical music and Latin music. Um, and I was like, I'm going to go over here to <laughs> All right, hip I'm gonna hop head out. and dance hall. And <laughs> That's tight. Um, like I would go, my homeboy would have, has it had a set of decks, take my parents records over there. He mm. had a bunch of records. So I'd always like try to mix my parents shit with his shit. Oh, damn. Like, oh, that's cool. Uh, well, that that's, works. Yeah. 
It's crazy. It's Caribbean vibes, you know? He was real, like I had a badass dance hall and rap collection, instrumentals and acapellas. That was a cool thing about the uh, Those singles and yeah. shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, back in the day, that's all I, I had. Wouldn't, I wouldn't consider myself a beat maker in any sense of the word. Like, I don't finish tracks and I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like to, I like to make music yeah. and, and like jam with myself right. basically or with others. That's cool too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's a big part of it though, just dude. Like it's just it, the act like, of doing shit and yeah, release yeah. is just like, I mean, dude, I, I make hundreds of beats, you know what I mean? And like one of them is good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I, 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 I can imagine like, uh, every, and a lot of it is just me just, wanting to be in there fucking around you know my friends come over and we're yeah. making beats and you know it's like the act of it is is yeah, I'm, was, I'm addicted to it you know yeah it's always fun like taking a, a little chop from something and be like i'm gonna make a whole nother different yep. kind of thing yeah right yeah now. this is about to be like a classical rap rap rock jam. <laughs> i'm with that <laughs> i'm with that um did you get your first as what was your first thing asr or mpc i just this new, I just got the NPC live. That's the first NPC I've had. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, so the ASR was your yeah, NPC when you were small. Yeah. Okay. And um, when did you get that? <laughs> Actually, a friend got it, and like didn't want to fuck with it, so I held on to it for like three years, and then he was like, "I want to sell it," sell and it I was like, me. "Sell it to me." Oh. And he was like, "No, nah, I already found, it. I already have a buyer," so I was like, real sad. Damn. So I went without one for like maybe a while, and then I finally re got another one that I was like, All right, I'm gonna hold on to this, maxed it out, uh, still works, you know. I, one of the rotary knobs can probably be resoldered. I had to do it myself in my early solder years. <laughs> uh, brought brought that bitch back to life. Uh, there's something about the the hardware sampling that I prefer over Ableton. Like I find all the possibilities in Ableton very distracting. Like mm -hmm. sometimes getting limited is like better. Yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dude, a like recently toy told me he was like, Hey, go back to, he always tells me some random shit. Like, like, <laughs> like every other couple of years, wise like, man. Once Dude, <laughs> for real, it's crazy. But he was like, Hey, go back to just looping and make him throwing uh, drum breaks over the, uh, over the cumbias mm -hmm. and just make beats like that and i was like he was like don't worry about making it all perfect and blah blah and he was like go back and tell the guys and i was like all right <laughs> i was like all right cool <laughs> and, I, and like dude like last night when i was i was checking y'all out like whenever y'all were mm -hmm. playing and, and when you would play the songs with like the cumbia with just like extra drums because when we first started we were just doing that yeah. you know what i mean and and that shit like People were dancing to that stuff. I think yeah. people want to hear a lot of that classical stuff, but they still want to have a good mix to it and, and, mm -hmm. and, the, and the drums and Absolutely. things like that. They, they want that part of it too. And it doesn't have to, you know, like, it doesn't, ha it doesn't have to have, like, a drop on every song and all these kind of things, but, like, it's just got to have some, like, banging drums, right. you know? Or whatever. I mean, like... Or anything, a, a, yeah. Yeah, like, like an interesting dynamic range instead of just being all hard... Yeah, you know, electronic yeah. beats over whatever. Like you had to. For me, I like to change phonetically. Uh, I don't know what that play, means. Play some corridos, and then play like a reggaeton, yes. and then go back to yes. a traditional yeah, cumbia. Yeah. That's what. The, but dude, that's what this. Dance that's the, that's the cool thing about 
this kind of shit is I think that like we're people like us are drawn to that. Like I've always loved like changing drum breaks in the middle of the beat, like and then breaking it halftime mm-hmm. and like this shit like that. Like half that, time, double time, half that's time, double time. That's our <laughs> that's our shit, you know. And like when we first started DJing together, we, we can mix off of each other very well. And 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 a lot of people can do you know like can or can't do that with each other, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's part. I think that's part of it is we both understand that like yo this. When this comes on, the drop it would sound better over here. Boom, let it happen. You know, like that that kind of shit is is real tight to me. That's a, 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 this kind of music is that because we would just putting drum breaks over Landero samples or whatever, and then switching up to another drum break or or what. I mean, dude, like that's the beauty of this shit. We don't want to take away from the sample. Right. We'd rather do that with mm-hmm. the drums and change. You're the just group. trying to augment it. Yeah. Add a little. Pizzazz. Yes. But also, that's not, you know, I think that it's a sliding scale between adding a little pizzazz to completely changing um, its intention, but being respectful at the same time. Like, that's a spectrum that we're, we're we play with essentially in right. a live setting. Yeah. Which is super awesome. Um, speaking of live setting, um, what's your, what's your touring schedule in 2020? What are you trying to do? <laughs> Well, we're going to tour in February for two weeks with the Tribal Seeds. They're a reggae band from San Diego. Awesome. Where and, are you going? Uh, I think we're going, we're starting in Boise and then going all the way down all through like Colorado and then Houston and Dallas. And you, then we're Your uh, last record was Cumbia City. Cumbia City. And yeah. um, are, is, are, is this part of that tour? Oh, I guess you're just opening. Are they touring an album? Yeah, it's it's them. Yeah, 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 we're just opening up. They're they're homies. We've been we've been like collaborating on stuff, and so they awesome. they um they they get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They and they kind of they kind of fuck with cumbia as well, and there's some of their stuff. And um and I don't know. This will be our first time doing shows together, so it should be cool, man. A, a lot of their a lot since. I did a remix for them, and since that guns, it was called Gunsmoke. Since that came out, like a lot of reggae fans have been, yeah, hitting me up and things like that, and nice. like a lot of the yeah. mutual friends and things like that. So it's it's cool, man. I think it's gonna be a cool tour. Um, is are you doing another album after Cumbia City? Yeah. What do you right now? On? I have another that I'm, I'm thinking about calling it Johnification, but <laughs> <laughs> but because it's a bunch of different style of beats. Uh, but with samples and, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean? And so, uh, right now I have about 20 songs, so I'm going to, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what to do, like either whittling it down or adding more. Well, I'm definitely going to whittle it down. I want to put out an album. I like the idea of putting out albums, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I do love the idea also of putting out singles all the time too. Mm-hmm. My original plan was going to be, t- I had, I had 12 songs. I was going to put out one song a month mm-hmm. for the next year. Right. Whenever that's whenever that right, right. started, you know, that's actually uh, uh, the reason I think that came about that process. From my understanding, is that it, it it kind of tricks the algorithm of Spotify. So if you put a single out for you know consistently every month, for example, and at the end of the year you drop the album, which is just all those singles single, combined. Yeah. Uh, you basically use those those plays get added to that album. Badass count, dude. I don't know anything about that stuff. Um, I need to learn. I don't know if that's still the case because they are always changing that shit. But 
Well, I'm sure it helps. I mean, dude, to, to me, it was just like, you know, yeah. if, if there's I a could, lot, of, there's a lot of stuff like that where when you start talking about the business side of pushing yeah. the, the music, it, I just wanted totally something to different release every like month. not talking about musicians or bands or engineers. You got to like get into the zone, which is all good. You know, I do a lot of that for discos, you know, I don't know if you're involved in the back end of that stuff. Um, at Americano. Yes. <laughs> um, what is, well, what is Americano doing? <laughs> oh, we're, they're chilling. Chilling. We're chilling. Chillin'. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we, we, we just put out a Christmas album. We put out Quentin's album. Um, Who's Quentin? Quentin's a, an artist from, from Corpus, uh, genderless, mm-hmm. um, hip hop artist and R and B. Um, and we became friends a couple of years ago and we've always talked about like kind of doing stuff and, I don't know, man. It's just like we did some crazy rap shit. Nice. Like it's really dope. Oh, yeah. And he can sing all over it. And he like recreates like the sample type sound and layers. And he's, mm-hmm. he's bad. And then uh, I'm, I'm working with another artist named Meta. He's a rapper from Corpus who like he's been putting together like local hip hop shows for a long time. And he he's barely 21. You know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. doing his thing. And, he, um, nice. Yeah. So you're still kind of doing, you're, it, it sounds like the academy kind of turned into this just like personal, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to yeah. work with like a few individuals as right. opposed to like. Right now it's like that. Right. When we, when we move into the new studio, I want to start like producing like 10 bands, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Every year. And, and hopefully they're like local bands in, in Corpus. Nice. And we want to try to do this like, uh, kind of like nonprofit deal where we're going to be recording these bands for free. Awesome. Um, and it's, you know, sort of based off something like how a ham works and, and things like that. I mean, that, I'm sure there's uh, maybe some arts grants in Corpus, you know? Well, that's the thing is there's not. And we're working on, we're trying to figure that <laughs> All out. All that oil money and no, no well, grants. Let's, let's get it. <laughs> but, but I think it's cool. And, and I needed a space to do something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In this new spot, like I can, we can definitely do that and 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 on a daily basis just come in i mean dude if we we record a band every day you know like we can we can definitely pump out 10 bands a year. are you, are you only recording if it's coming out on the on your label nah nah not for the, not in the new spot right now yes uh, yeah. it's only people that we're working with which is you know Soulfire, quentin um a couple other you know artists meta yeah. and, and weasel and my shit we're, we're, we've been working on my album for a long time and so that's kind of like a daily thing yeah. is every day we just all right what can we do today to kind of polish this polish turd. It off yes <laughs> how many more times can we mix this well we bought the slate plug-in so now let's let's, let's try gonna, a whole thing again um so i'm gonna remix this remix back into the dude, original yes <laughs> is there any way you can pull up the first one uh, no that, that definitely happens a lot oh absolutely iterations yeah. happen like yeah, you think you don't like something until you hear something else, and you're like, "Fuck, that shit was tight. I fucked up." <laughs> That's why I like capturing um, live performance. But yeah, so you're busy with the label. Same. We're busy. trying to be, trying to stay busy with the label. Yeah, doing a lot of that. I'm really trying to 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 like finish my album. That's been like the yeah. priority for like the last two months. Or and. and what's not helping out is like this remodel that we're going through as well. So we're, we're remodeling my, my studio remodeling my, my apartment and it's all in the same building. So we're kind of just like inundated. Yeah. Everything is covered in, (laughs) uh, sawdust. Yes. So it's just like, fuck, 
But we're, that's about done. It should be done by January. You know, we should be in there already. So we've got a bunch of new gear, a bunch of new stuff. We're trying, new year, new studio. Yeah, everything, man. It's going to be tight. I'm, I'm excited. I'm kind of glad it, it worked out like that. that we're, I, we were supposed to be in there in November, but I'm kind of glad it just kind of waited over to the first of the year because then we just kind of start over and it's yeah. like, boom, you know. We're in a new spot where we can all say like, oh, remember, we moved in in 2020. Remember? Yeah. So <laughs> remember 2010 is when we started. 2020 is when we moved into like the, the, the final form. <laughs> Until 2030. Until 2030, we're which will like, be. Oh, yeah. We're adding third story. <laughs> we're going to move to the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, and is your stuff coming out on Americano or is it? No, I'm still, I'm still working with Universal where we, we still got a couple of songs to do and nice. Yeah. And, and I, I do have things that we've released on Americano with Los Daddies and, um, with, uh, like Clips and Hype and a bunch of other uh, artists that we work with. Um, but I, I yeah, I'll still feature on stuff. I, I the Osa Motley song that I did with Osa Motley came out on Americano. Yeah. It's dope with Charlie Tuna. Yeah. That was tight. That guy, uh, funny story. I had this cassette tape, uh, uncut, unsequenced from the label because my uh, one of my family members worked over there or whatever. But they came to town, did a signing at Waterloo Records, and I went to get it signed. And he was like, he looked at it and he was like, you can't have this. Uh, and I got real scared and I was like, started making all these excuses. And he was like, oh, no, I'm just playing. Oh, that's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Is his voice too all deep? Like you can't have oh, yeah. this. <laughs> what are you doing with this? What are you doing with this? Uh, yeah, that first Ozo Miley record was amazing, dude. I still so sick, it. right? I Man, I remember and then they had that like that, that cumbia on there and shit. Mm-hmm. I was just like, dog, these dudes are bad with the rap, like English rap. You know, I thought I thought that was like at that time too. It was like, yo, this is crazy. Yo, this is crazy. It's crazy. Uh, what are you listening to these days? Um, <coughs> you can't name your own shit. <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess you can if you're. If that's what you're listening to. If that's what you're listening to. Nah, uh, <coughs> man. I mean, I mean, I guess you're listening to the so- song that you're making. Uh, I don't know, dude. I try not to do that a lot, but uh, it happens. But but like reggae and chill shit. I like to listen to a lot of chill shit. Um, oldies. Um. Yeah, drink that water, girl. Refill this water for <laughs> this fucking. What is it? Mints, mint, minties, minties. Yeah. Are you gonna cut this part out or no? <laughs> I probably have, to, probably have to clean this up a little bit, man. My my head is a little slow today. I set three alarms, and none of them worked. It's all right. You got there. Um, what where are we at? What can we talk about now? We were talking about how we're you and I are going to start a band in 2020. What was it? Math rock. <laughs> math rock. <laughs> math rock. Uh, we yeah. are mathematics, if you please. Dun, 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 dun. That's a fire sample too, right? I've never sampled that. It's good. I feel like we should like take something out and sample it and see what you do with it. Like, here is one sample. What do you do with it? Shit. <laughs> There's like but a I'm 95% gonna, I'll, chance I'll, that it's going to suck. I'll send you a, <laughs> look, This is what we'll do. I'll send you a sample of something. 
quick, spend like maybe 15, 20 minutes chopping it up. Okay. Uh, longer if you want. 15 seconds, and then I'll put it in right here. <laughs> and we'll edit it in right now. <laughs> we were talking about doing some post-production. Yeah, there you go. Let's do it. Let's do it. What's your favorite part of the process of writing shit? You like um, to delegate and be like, hey, uh, put a fucking fleur de loup uh, over there. I mean, man, we, we, uh, we definitely trade off you know like we're always like switching seats and and you're not the guy who just always comes in and puts a hi-hat on something no no, no. but yes <laughs> no no I, I like to make beats man you know what yeah, i mean like I, like that's what i do i just like i love sitting at the computer and kind of replacing shit and and chopping things up and coming up with different ideas and just to a lot of times what i'll do is i'll i'll like get a bunch of samples and um start putting them on like you know like on the grid on ableton and then like make a beat to one of like make a drum beat to one of those and then i'll have other samples on different tracks and then i'll like mute that one and then like unmute the other one and make that one with those same drums that are already there you know what i'm saying and then like just keep going and if some one of them sounds cooler than the other one well then dude then bye you know we'll, (laughs) we'll use the sample later you know what i'm saying and so that's been kind of like a process that I do too right now is like making drum beats and uh, with different samples on top of it. That's, that sounds that's amazing. Fun. It's fun. And you have quite an extensive record collection. Oh, yeah. Are you I still be able just to- look at YouTube, so whatever. You- <laughs> <laughs> I got all those records there, and I'm just like, oh, let's yeah. look at YouTube and start digging tonight. <laughs> um, are you going to be able to fill that, that 14 by 10? I don't know, man. There's a lot of records at my parents' house, and I, I got to get them out of there. So, and and then and a couple of people have hit me up that they've been trying to like offload their collections on me. Um, Why don't? What? Hey, uh, people hit me up also for that. <laughs> <laughs> the problem. The problem with it, though, what I see is the problem with that is like, are you like? I, I, what I want to make very clear: if you're listening out there, you're trying to offload these collections on me. <laughs> I want to know if you're gonna want them back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like is this gonna is this something that's gonna like you're gonna come back l- later on and be like, yo, uh, uh I, I, oh, no, where no, my, no take backs. Where are my records at? Yeah, like, yeah, no take. I mean, no take-backs. storage fee is probably <laughs> the same as what the records are worth. So yeah, just give them up. <laughs> give nah, them up. Like, no, nah, I think a lot of like some of my buddies are they're ready to get rid of that shit. You know, they're absolutely. You know, we're we're all getting old and Spotify. Yeah, and Spotify's around, so fuck it. Yeah, you have a lot of records too, right? I have I have quite a bit, and definitely not what would I say like eleven thousand. Are they at your house there? or no? Uh, or at your parents' house? They're at my house. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you have a big a, a big ass shelf or a couple of them. It says, dude, we had to have a lot of records back in the day. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Absolutely. Like that's I mean, crazy. A lot of my shit is singles, dude. You know? Yeah. That's I found that, this and like, that shit takes us some space. I have a whole that thing that I organized the other day and it's like all the Houston shit. And it's awesome. all singles, little kiki and all that shit with like the acapellas and and instrumentals on there. Multiple copies. <laughs> yeah. UGK, all kinds of I I I put it all in like order. So I'm I'm ready for that. I'm ready Yo. for that. You know, that's sitting on gold mine over it, there. I got a lot of stuff, dude. It's crazy. Uh, Big Mo, yeah, a lot of that. Fat Pat, oh, yeah, I love that. I, love still, it, I, I still play that stuff at the club. Oh, yeah, goes off. Texas, that's, man, always. I'm from Texas, man. That's play where I'm at. 
all kinds of shit. I mean, I'm not from here, but I've been here long enough to say I'm from here. <laughs> yes, yes, I believe so. I think I, like the five year mark is cool, right? <laughs> it's like you've been here, man. You're from here now. I'm from here. My friends, some of my friends from Corpus are moved to LA. They've been there for 30 days, and they're like, "I'm from LA now." <laughs> so I think you've earned the right to say you're from Texas. Yeah, I guess people can say whatever they want. That's right. And I don't have to believe shit if I don't want to either. <laughs> uh, what, is there anything you want to promote? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Nah. Well, I'll see you later, man. <laughs> nah, dude. Uh, Last night I played a bunch of new shit at the at the party. At the club? Yeah, at the club. Hell yeah. Played a bunch of all the new shit that I have. Uh that Tribe Called Red, I did a song with Tribe Called Red. That shit like been like cool to play live. I it was like it was a sleeper. I I, nice. I, I was not I, I was like when we first made it before we put it out, I was like I would play it every once in a while and because I was having a hard time working the intro part into the into like the where I was placing it. Because mm -hmm. it's like a one oh eight, you know? Mm -hmm. And like uh but now, man, I just like slam it out because it's just it's cool. The whole the whole thing is a it's a cool. It has all the powwow drums and the chants and it's it's dope. It's really badass. Y'all go check that shit out. Yeah, link in his bio. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's probably a DJ named uh, Lincoln bio. bio. There's gotta be Lincoln Bio. Lincoln Bio. <laughs> That's his name. L i n c o n. I don't know how to spell. If there isn't. I hope there is now. Young aspiring DJs looking for a good name. Google <laughs> Google the shit first and see if it already exists before you decide. I want to ask you a question. Okay. How do you spell of? O F. <laughs> you you got to really think about that for a minute. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're just high. I was just yeah. I was just waiting for you to finish the word. <laughs> uh, every time I ask somebody to do that, it like fucks them up. Did I get it wrong? No, you got it right. Oh, okay, cool. It's like O V O F. Yeah, I spell words. I can spell words. I'll decide what we cut out. It might just be like. Uh, I want to ask you a, a question. A it goes to something else. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what do you think about the NPC for it, though? <laughs> totally different voice. Mm -hmm. All right. It's just me redoing this whole podcast, but <laughs> with your own voice, me as you, <laughs> auto-tuned to my key. <laughs> what, is, what register do you sing in, Dust? <laughs> um, can you can you say the alphabet? <laughs> What's the a, state of Austin DJing-ism right now? Like, how's it going here? Like, I, like when I used to come back in the day, like we would. I, I remember I would go see Manny play like at like Red, Red Fez. Fez or whatever, dude. Like. Yeah. That shit was like he was like murder that place, he, dude. Absolutely. Is it still like that here? Like a lot of people like still love to go watch the DJ, like like or is it just a thing um, now where there's so many tourists that it's a, just like there's a, there's a lot more places. Yeah. So you get to get loose because there's a lot more different a lot more DJs, yeah. a lot more clubs and shit. Um so I think those spaces that were like these are the there's not that many of them. Mm. We're a little more impactful. There's, yeah, absolutely. People still go out. Yeah. Um, Austin's bad. You know, I've been at Volstead almost nine years. And uh, you play whatever the fuck and, you want. Yeah, and it <laughs> and it's usually always packed. And sometimes it's not. You know, after 
uh, nine years, you play the lot of large numbers. Well, it's like a good seasonals game too, man. If you look at the the way the sales go, it's always the same every single year, every month to the fucking dollar. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy how that shit works, but it's yeah, a science, it's man. You yeah. know. <laughs> So they already know, like, yo, this is going to probably suck tonight, so. Oh, for sure. Like, I wanted to have a guest this weekend, uh, and, and the boss man was like, uh, it's, it's, it was slow this weekend last year. Yeah. So like, okay. It's cool. That's cool that they know their shit. Not, not tonight, though. Not tonight. About to get cracking. Yeah, it's going to be fire. What else? What else can we talk about? Are you going to make any shit? Like, are you going to release anything? Like, it was a slow year for Discos. Uh, I had a couple uh, hiccups and like timelines on projects that I was working on. Y'all moved into here, right? Yeah, we moved into the studio at the top so. of the of the year. Well, we had a studio before this, also. We were oh, up, but we were up yeah. north, and it was definitely not Ray Benson's old studio. Uh, <laughs> right. Um do a lot of meetings here, but it's really nice to stretch out and, yeah, it's and big. play, you know. I want, like, was this the, the control room or was this no. the booth? They put the control room. Oh, in that's the, the control room. Yeah. And in that's the, Kiko's room over there? Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Word. He has classes over there. Um, <coughs> this is uh, Casa de la Cultura, um, and it's based off of this um, idea in Latin America where where towns have like free music schools for the community and nice. stuff, you know? Um, so he's working on grants and programming and stuff like that. He's doing little stuff here and there, nice. drum classes. Um, and he also works on his record and his music. Um, and yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, man. Uh, to stay busy or to be around people that are like engaged in, uh, music in different ways so how's kiko as a landlord (laughs) (laughs) i love kiko man i'm just kidding though kiko's my spirit animal (laughs) so let's talk about kiko Uh, like uh, i I could just our relationship is i could define as like (laughs) if if we uh had a layover at an airport he would leave the airport to go to the beach and I would stay at the airport just to not miss my flight. Definitely. But he would still make the flight. Definitely. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, yeah. 100%. That has actually happened, but I think that's a really good, like, we we communicate and... Uh, Kiko's dope, talk, bro. Talk, talk I want to do some shit you. with him. I'm, we talked about it last night, too. Oh, so yeah. I want to... That's what another thing that's cool about Peligrosa, man, is like the, uh, I met a bunch of, like last night, some, uh, another person came up to me that has a venue nice. and she, uh, was like, yo, we need to do something together. Um, I saw you play, whatever. Mm-hmm. And all those like, like-minded people come together and like, Absolutely. it's dope, man. Yeah. It's really dope. Like-minded and people with new energy or different mm-hmm. energy or like, you know, yep. that's something I, I kind of should do more is like, go check out what's going on in Austin yeah, I do spend a lot of time like between, you know, the few times where I actually have to enjoy myself playing music, but I also have to do graphics and all yeah. the back end stuff and maintain servers and build, you know, LED uh, controllers and, uh, you know, just yeah. stuff to keep the the programs interesting and stuff. You got to teach somebody, bro. 
you got to teach some kid how to do that stuff too so they can help you. Yeah, but I, I enjoy doing it and I'm, I'm not like, well, not, not really that you would stop, but you would, crazy you business would, like that. you would educate. That's how I look at it. You yeah, that's true. Like showing people how to do something that you like and you create more people that are doing stuff that you like. There's a couple, there's a couple, uh, younger folks that I've been fucking with in town that are like that, you know, I communicate with we, either on the DJ side <coughs> or the production side, um, there's not a lot of people that I know that could that are like me though that could do like the 3D, Building the 2D, shit. the <laughs> yeah, building. No, shit. I don't know anybody like, like you. Understanding, probably. I just like to take time and craft, figure it out. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely a craftsman. Yeah, craftsman. <laughs> um, there's a super sweet dude from Mississippi called the Craftsman, um, and that's I'm not. Uh, infringing on his copyright. <laughs> uh, uh, we do not own the rights to this music. <laughs> Hit it. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. My brain is pretty fried. Yeah. I, I need like tacos in my life. Those are good. Did you guys go to Veracruz? No, we ate at uh, Fo earlier. <laughs> we do that. Fo anyone? Fo anyone. Bro, he needs like, he needs to, he needs like, whenever he has like, his like life they do a book about his life. Gonna it should have, be called, it's going to be called Faux Anyone. With a, not with even a, a book about his life, like a coffee table book with, with just Louis pictures. Instagram <laughs> photos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> called Faux Anyone. Or we screenshot every time that he said it in the group chat. And... That becomes like there's a photo of him from MySpace, and then you turn the page, and there's like a dated faux anyone from like 2020. Uh, oh, it's like the corresponding yeah, picture yeah, yeah, yeah. with the with the date. <laughs> from the night. Oh, from, dude, the or or it's a picture of Louis from MySpace uh, DJing somewhere, and then it's uh, the next morning's faux anyone. Oh yeah. Or I killed it. <laughs> killed I, it last night. I killed it last night. Uh, I'm, I would buy that coffee table book. It would be awesome. Yeah, I love fucking Louis, bro. He's tight. Yeah. He's a badass DJ. He kills it, man. I love. I love it when he's like. Oh, he's such a good like hype. He's so cool. Um, y'all were both on the twelves. Yeah, you've been on the twelve. Yeah, I just been using that. I man, I mean, I carried. I went through it all. Did the records. Mm-hmm. I have turned. You know, I still have my twelve hundred at home set up. Um. Are you 12 and um, 72, or you rock the S9? The S9, yeah. I'm waiting for a new one to come out, though. Why? What, what, do you, what do you not like about the S9? Um, Nothing. I like it. That's like the, the best mixer I think that's ever been made. But so um, the mic could have a better setup and a better, like, a little bit better. I mean, like, just because it kind of sounds kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Yeah. I like that little echo and the timing of the echo, like the Elvis yeah. echo and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it's a simple knob, and that's all you get is the echo. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would be tight if they you could run, that, that if that mic went through the effects on the mixer. That would be cool because then you could right. be dubbing out, out your voice. Um, uh, I like that there's a little trick with it where you put on the echo and you put it on four bars and then you and you turn the knob to full echo, full uh, effects, and you basically have a looper. Badass. So you could like make little... Never-ending feedback. Exactly. Yeah, that's tight. 
but you can't you can't put the mic through there as is. That would be my one suggestion for the next revision. Better mic, uh, better preamp or something on there. Yeah. Shit, that'd be cool. Could you mod one? Make a put a put a like focus right preamp on there, or like some kind of crazy little preamp. Don't tempt me with the good time. Uh, that'd be dope. Right on the top, and you just plug the mic into the top. Absolutely. Let me go warm up the 3D printer, <laughs> and we'll take apart Diggy Dutch's uh, S9. Uh, <laughs> nah, but I, I, I've been wanting to get a new one because mine's kind of like messing up a little bit. It's mm -hmm. crackling and stuff, and so we play all the well, time. Um, there's an issue that happens also with the preamps on the outputs, on the XLR outputs. If you're getting a buzz, that usually yes. means... Are you getting a buzz from yeah. your, Do you have it with you? Yeah. I might be able to fix it. What is it? Uh, I think I left the fuses at home. It's a fuse on the preamp that's soldered to the board. I mean, a fuse on the XLR outputs that's soldered to the board that no you have shit. to um, that get that that get blown. And I've seen people complain like they should have made that fuse replaceable. Like and, put it on the and another, and it's yeah. it's quite delicate, but it's possible. Uh, I fixed mine. I fixed trays. Nice. Um, and I think Susie's uh, Pioneer XDJ thing, controller has, has the same issue. So it might be just an issue with the uh, pre preamps uh, fuses on the XLR output that, that they're using or some shit. Yeah. Um, what's next for Peligrosa? 2020, baby. 2020, what are we going to do? Um, Let's put out another compilation album. It's been a while since I uh, put out a compilation. The the hiccups that I had this year with the label stuff um, kind of just made me chill a little bit and reassess some things. But uh, I have like I have a lot of stuff on the plate. Tony has a record, um, and I have. You know, a couple singles with a couple other people. Nice. They're floating around that I'm like, I like this. And I have so much shit that I really need to just put out. Yeah. At this point. I'm sure. Um, but I need to kind of organize it into its genrefications. Genrify it. <laughs> See how many genres I'm I have. You, it's a good, it's a good <laughs> word. It's catchy. I think it's already a word. I'm sure it isn't. <laughs> uh, I Googled it. Did no, you? No, I don't know. You use Bing. Bing? <laughs> Dude, if you use Bing, that's... Dog. No. Somebody on Linux is pissed that you said that right now. <laughs> They're getting me a virus right now. Mm -hmm. My iPhone doesn't even work. <laughs> it's encrypted. You have to wave a, a dreadlock in front of it. To open it. <laughs> Louis almost cut my shit off last night with his drone. Oh, he was flying it. He was flying it. And supposed, like, I didn't even see it, but the, it was right here next to my face. And it was like going like this. And he swatted it. So that's how he cut his hand. Oh, I didn't know didn't he cut see his that? Hand, no. Dude, he fucking saved my life. And like I had, one of my dreads was like like right here in front of my eye. And like, and then I turned around and I said, what happened? And they go, Louis cut his hand. He, he fucking like saved your life right now. And I was like, did he cut my hair? <laughs> what the fuck? Damn, man down. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Should I fly the drone inside? That was Louis's last words. And then, yeah, I just want to say for the record, <laughs> he's been talking about flying the drone inside 
the party for I'm like a you, month, bro. I'm telling you, that was his last words. <laughs> that was his last words last night is, should I fly the drone inside? And all of us, of course, <laughs> fuck yeah. Yeah. And then I almost get my eye taken out and my fucking hair cut off. Well, that was very chivalrous of him. Dude, I appreciate that. Like, he, he actually, he probably saved my eyeball. <laughs> well, he got the bumpers on him. True. True. But still. I mean, you know, he, he, my first response to the first time he said it was, there was a guy who flew a Mavic Pro in there uh, south by... And immediately it got stuck in one of our decorations. And I was like, that was, I, I like let him know, hey, uh, that was the first experience. Like, you, you're more than welcome to try. But track Chances record, are, alcohol and drone indoors with people, don't be an idiot. And palm trees <laughs> made of large ribbons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flying around. It actually got stuck in that. <laughs> That's funny. It just looked, <laughs> Or at the top or something. That's awesome. Uh, but we went flying downtown um, Lady Bird Lake the other day, and that shit was awesome. Damn. Like, big up. I want to learn how to do that. I've been wanting to get one of those little bitty ones just to like kind of fly around inside my apartment. Mm-hmm. But No, you got to go outside, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not much of an outdoorsy person. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a studio out there? <laughs> Is there a Herman Miller chair out there? <laughs> Name drop. How many Her- Herman Millers you got at the studio? My Herman Miller is spelled H E R R M N N I L L E R. So got plenty of those. <laughs> Yo, I think I got one of those in here. <laughs> they work. Um, the. One of the greatest gifts my lady ever got me was a nice Herman Miller for the house nice. in my office. And I could sit in that chair. For 11 hours. For 11 hours. <laughs> As meant. <laughs> As meant for. Is that, is that a That's real how, number? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I definitely sit in there more, but. <laughs> yeah. They're nice that, chairs. That's like, hey, we're not. Hey, guy, it's n- been eight hours. You need to get up. <laughs> yeah. You need to stretch them out. It's like a little eject button. <laughs> it's all get your ass up. <laughs> it pokes you. Yeah. You want to see the sun today. <laughs> well, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on here. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Wait, are are you wearing Yeezys? Yep. But they're they're not Yeezys. They're actually Carhartt shoes that are just steel toe <laughs> shoes for workers. Let me see those. No, they're just- <laughs> That's what they look like to me, dog. I feel like I'm about to cut down some trees or some shit with these shoes on. They're wide, though, man. My foot is big. Yeah, that's You know a, what I'm that's, saying? Like, that's certainly an they're issue. They're comfortable. <laughs> so I feel it. I'm like, I'm down. There isn't a more affordable option like Kirkland's. <laughs> Yo, maybe a size 13. I'm a size 13 width, but I'm a size 10 in length. <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, That's what shit. he said. I'll cut that out. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's not get sued for sexual harassment. <laughs> uh, so are you just in- like beep the whole thing? Like, <laughs> are you are you into shoes like that? 
I, I mean, I actually like these shoes a lot mm-hmm. because they're because of they're comfortable, but also like the colors that they choose are dope, man. Like just like matte coloring. You I know? do like the matte, the mauve. What is the model on those? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I don't know. I just wanted it's the black ones. The mauve or uh, it's kind of lilac. But they're and they're also like kind of built, kind of cool. So I mean, I've been I, I, I wear these all the time. You know, it's not like a. You're not into the fat. It's not a fat thing. You're not like buying them to resell them or anything. Nah, hell no. I use these shoes every day. They're all dirty and shit. What up, Wheezy? I was about to say. (laughs) Thanks, dog. Um, Do you have any other ones that you feel as passionately about? (laughs) I'm all Yeezy for president. (laughs) Nah, no. You don't don't care about the politics to wear the shoes? Nah, nah. They're just fucking comfortable. Yeah, I like them, man. They're they're actually really comfortable shoes. Like, You've said that several times. They're, and they're super starting comfortable. To think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to think these shoes are comfortable. <laughs> I don't know if they're as comfortable as your slippers here, but these uh, guys. Yeah, I rolled up with some. Uh, look at the little hoodies. Nice. Oh wow! <laughs> this is the champion hoodie for my hoodies. <laughs> they they repurposed some dog hoodies. Oh, absolutely. This, um, this is a. Um, that is a hoodie. Yeah. Wow. I'm not one to judge. <laughs> they are little hoodies. Little hoodies in the hoodies. How many times have we said hoods? I mean, hoodies and what was the word I just said a minute ago? Comfortable. No. <laughs> in one section of short-term the podcast. Memory. Your short-term memory loss has kicked in. It's definitely <laughs> out of there. Um, so no, like, off-whites or Y3s or... Um, no. I have some... Uh, I have like a like I mean like a flannel. <laughs> That's not a shoe though. Your yeah, your most prized. Yeah. Uh, I like I like I mean you know, I like I like clothes and shit, but I mean red it's and not black like whatever. Flan- no, no. Do you do red and black flannel? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just wear whatever. You just wear whatever. Yeah. You wear whatever you fell asleep in. That's right. I've, <laughs> I've been wearing these pants for like nope eight months. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it. You're all nope. Nope, got to cut that out. <laughs> Beep. Beep. I washed them once. <laughs> Just keep putting them in the freezer. <laughs> That's a thing? I think so. That's hilarious. What else is up? Let's talk about the current state of Austin. I don't know. I just like saying that. <laughs> the current state of Austin. The current state of Austin. Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about the current state of Corpus. Corpus is cool, man. Corpus You're the mayor. Fun. I'm the mayor. Pretty much get to do whatever I want. Um, are, are, do you involve yourself in the politics of your town? A little bit. Um, I, I I try to follow. There's a lot of things going on over there. They're widening our port, and like make, get, we're getting a new bridge for like bigger ships to be able to come in. And, and did they pass that thing where they're uh, expanding the North the, Beach thing? The the port. They're widening um, it, dredging no, it. What are they doing? Their capacity for uh, oil. I think right now they're at like oh, I don't know about that. Two hundred thousand barrels of oil they can hold, and they're trying to expand it to a million or something like oh, that. Oh shit! Uh, I'm pretty sure that's gonna happen. They do a lot of that. Is that what it looks there. like down yeah. there? I yeah. need to go reread that because that's gonna change your city. No, dude. There's a lot of stuff happening. There's like these big plastic factories going over there. All mm-hmm. kinds of things. That that port's gonna change the game. I mean, it's a it's gonna be big. The bridge is like, the, we have a bridge now, and this the the new bridge 
bottom of it goes over the t- the top of the old bridge, so it's like really big. Um, That's a statement. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you know we're what? bigger, <laughs> better nice bridge. I see your bridge. I see your and bridge. I raise your bridge. Yeah, <laughs> heard you like bridges. You Put like a bridge bridges on top of here. your bridge. <laughs> Put a bridge on it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nah, Corpus is, is growing a lot. The downtown, um, it's kind of like the reviving a lot of the old buildings are getting fixed up and like people are moving down there all these apartment complexes are popping up um and uh, a lot of new businesses and bars and all kinds of stuff it's mm-hmm. kind of crazy uh you're still doing tropicoso yes like a quarterly no well yeah i, I it, the next one we're going to do is in march so it's mm-hmm. like march and then june and then every like june May, I think, and then October, and that's it. So we're only gonna do a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. But I got a lot of people that are, that want to come play. Yeah. And I'm trying to work with the with the university to like collaborate with them so we can bring artists to do like um, workshops and stuff Absolutely. like that with the school. Mm-hmm. So it'll be cool. Uh, how long you been doing Topicoso? Uh, I think it's been three years. And has it always been at uh, House of Rock? Yeah. 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 Luckily, that House of Rock dude is my homie. Shout out to Casey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Casey. Yeah. Are you doing all the uh, Topicosos in 2020 up there? Mm-hmm. At House of Rock? Yeah. Well, we're almost done. Yeah. We've yeah. Do. We been done. We just... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Calling Ubers and fucking getting back to real life. Thank All you right. for coming out tonight. Peace out. You've been brilliant. <laughs> All right, ride the up peligroso. Boom. Radio Peligrosa with El Dusty. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, he's out on the road right now with Tribal Seeds. I think he's in Denver this weekend. Catch him if you can. Uh, don't forget to RSVP to our annual Peligrosa House parties at the North Door during South by Southwest. Uh, March 18th through the 21st, 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. You can find the RSVP link uh, on our website, peligrosa.org, or our Instagram, underscore peligrosa. Um, make sure you uh, subscribe to this podcast and tune in. Uh, got a whole bunch of people popping up this year. Hopefully we talk to uh, everybody we want to get to this year. More to come. All right. Peace out. See you next time. Later. Bye.